This week on D Space Pride, a gay Star Trek podcast, we do some catching up on strange new worlds. And Mike has COVID. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Johnson. How are you feeling? I'm feeling all right. It has finally happened. You finally got COVID. it. The bitch finally got I'm, you. The bitch finally got me. Yes. Well, it so. was totally about time because basically everyone around you has gotten COVID and you were missing out. So <laughs> I don't know if I was missing out, but uh, yes, uh, the two and a half year waiting period has apparently passed for me. And uh, here we are. Yeah. It's, it's so, funny. Every, everyone has it like at, at work right now. It's like 5,000 gays can go on a cruise and you never hear about them getting COVID. But I go to one brunch with three people and I get COVID. Was it so. indoors? Did you guys eat indoors? Yeah, it was indoors with the, you know, it was a, you know, it was, um, it was at the Smith in, in, uh, Midtown, uh, not in Midtown, in, um, Lincoln Center? That one? Or? No, 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 no. Further yeah. south. The one, um, yeah, uh, Herald Square area, whatever. Oh, okay. Um, one around Flatiron. Yeah, Flatiron. That's what it is. See, I can't even think. Um, <laughs> your, your brain is mushy. Um, so yeah, no, it's got high ceilings, you know, the doors were open, air was flowing, it was just, you know, yeah, so, I mean, you know, so obviously, you know, I got it from someone who I was having brunch with, but, you know, did totally did not expect, expect it at all, so, here we are. Yeah, again, it was just a numbers game, sooner or later, it's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. So yep. are you and Dennis so, gonna do you guys decide what you're gonna do? Are you gonna quarantine or or what? Yeah, we're gonna keep space apart, but you know, I mean, so I went and got an official test today so that it could be recorded and then I can get a travel letter saying that if I test positive while we're traveling, I've had COVID. Right. So um, but he hasn't. He got it back in January, so so um it's still you know still up for grabs that he could get it again so yeah so wait are you guys in a quarantine from each other are you gonna yeah yeah go? yeah no we'll separate yeah we'll separate we're i don't we're not gonna like quarantine like back in the day but we're we'll you know we're not so gonna one of you like, sleeping in the living room yeah yeah dennis is gonna sleep in the living room Aww, that's annoying so yeah it's fine you know um so yeah, it is what it is. It's here we are. It it finally got me. So. Basically, if you're a couple nowadays, you need a two bedroom just because if you <laughs> if one of you gets COVID, 
basically. I mean, think of all of the people in New York City. I mean, thousands of couples live in a one bedroom or smaller. I know. Or a studio. I don't know. Or a studio. And uh, this is not, it wouldn't be possible. You know, I mean, I still know people who are couples who both work from home and have a very small space and they've been doing this for over two years. So, yeah, no, it's uh, incredible. It takes a, so it's very draining. I can't imagine actually dealing with all that, but yeah, having someone, you know, having to work hybridly and, and you guys have done it a couple of times because there was like a, a scare. There was almost COVID. And then when you did get COVID, Dennis got COVID for sure. For real. Yep. Um, yeah. And now this is our third, 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 third go time. at it. So, third time. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Third time in what? Uh, what are we talking about here? Um, like seven, eight months. Correct. So, um, yeah. Well, but. like you said, though, better to get it now than when you're traveling. Because then that'll be terrible. Yeah, or even a week before you're, tra- you know, we travel, right? You know, if we're less than a week away from traveling, you know, it's just a mess. So, yeah, it'll be fine. Um, yeah, I'm congested. I have, um, you know, a tickling in the back of my throat that will not go away. I'm sure it'll get worse. Um, oh, thank you. That's exciting. Yeah. But it's already irritating. It's already irritating. So I can't wait for it to get worse. Yes. Actually, my symptoms are really mild. I'm I'm thankful, yeah. you know, science. Well, you're vaccinated and boosted because you believe in science, right? Yes. And uh, and yeah, yeah, it's not like you have uh, any sort of underlying issues, so you should be fine, right? Yeah, so it's yeah, it's just at a challenging time of year, uh, yeah, but it is what it is. So I'll be masking up for the next 10 days, and um, you know, there are days where I still have to go outside and walk the puppy, walk the so. dog. At what point uh, is he not a puppy anymore? Like a year? Uh, in three year, three weeks, so technically be a year old. So, so once is a year, then he's not puppy anymore. I mean, yeah, he'll still, you know, he'll still be our puppy or baby, whatever. But yeah, he's approaching one year, and um, oh, yeah. So yeah, we'll see. You know, life is uh, constantly evolving and interesting. So, what more can we say? There's always a lot going on. Well, I'm going to London for work in, I don't remember if I mentioned that on the podcast. I'm going to London for work in mid-July. And if I, I think I, mentioned, I said it to you, if I get COVID and I can't leave London, I will burn down that city. Like, <laughs> you know, I'll be so upset. I'll be so upset. I, last thing I need is to be sick and stuck in another country. I really don't need that. Yeah, but I mean, it could be worse. I mean, they're worse. I wouldn't, you know, it's not like you're one, you're traveling for work. So work would continue to pay for it. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they would still, they would comp me yeah. or something like this. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah I mean, there are worse. Now you're sick. There are worse situations. You know, you could be traveling for fun, have nothing to do with work, and be trapped in another country. Right. And whereas, then show, show up your own pocket or something. Yes, exactly. Whereas this wouldn't be that way for you, fortunately. But yeah, you know, it is out there. It's going around, you know. And uh, yeah, I didn't get. I mean, we went. Happy birthday! Forgot to announce it on this podcast. Uh Happy birthday! 
your birthday you. was two days ago. It was Monday. It's past Monday. We're it was Monday. Wednesday. We're recording on a Wednesday. Happy birthday, yeah. Mike. How does it feel? Thank you. Except you, you know, except now you're sick. So other than the COVID, <laughs> how do you feel? It's fine. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it was good. You know, I had a nice uh, birthday dinner. I had a nice pre-birthday dinner with you and our friend Tony and Dennis. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had a nice di birthday dinner, Dennis and I. And yeah, it was uh, it was good. It was a nice. Birthday. Oh, wait. So is this Saturday canceled? What is this Saturday, by the way? See, I don't even know what. Oh this my Saturday. God! Remember, you. Oh were yeah, we're over. Yeah, I know we're not having people <laughs> over. Obviously, yes, I will be uh, quarantining from the world for at least. Oh, that's sad. Forever. I was looking forward to it. That would have been. Fun. Yeah, I there was will like, be no. I was, like, I was like, this affects something, but I can't put my finger on it. That's funny because I erased it from the whiteboard. I think we talked about it last night. Oh, you just erased all your plans. I, I mean, I erased going to work. I erased uh, the barbecue that we were going to have. Um, yeah. No. So. Um, oh, that's sad. Yeah, that honestly, when I got COVID like a month ago, that was the saddest thing. I had to cancel all my social plans. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, disruptive. Know. It's disruptive. My, my, my yeah, plans, I mean, my, my social life. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, there is at least some TV to watch, so that's always good. Like, The Orville is back. Uh, Obi Wan's still going on. Miss Marvel uh, is. I haven't watched Miss Marvel yet. Have you? We just started watching right before we recorded. We watched half of the first episode. Okay. So. Um, I then, never. It's getting rave. It, it's getting rave reviews. Rave. Like, oh really? It's, it's, okay. Yeah, it's I well as of yesterday I think it was it's got a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh great, okay. Yeah, so um, yeah, and Obi Wan is uh, I haven't watched this week's episode yet, but the first three episodes have been really interesting. It's interesting. It's a little not to delve into off topic too much. It's I didn't actually love the third episode. I don't know what you felt about it. The whole I mean spoilers I guess, but. The showdown of Darth Vader. I I don't know. I actually it felt like very low energy to me, despite the like how monumentous the meeting is. I don't. I didn't. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. It's. I don't it know what it was. Like it didn't. It didn't feel it was like subdued. Very, it, was very it was subdued. subdued. But then again, Obi Wan is very like, subdued in this. But it wasn't like yeah. But I don't know. Something was like off about it to me. And uh, maybe it wasn't enough buildup because it's already, you know, it's only six episodes and already in episode three, we get this meeting. I don't know. Something was, something felt off about it to me. I felt there was something missing, but it's okay. It's, it's interesting. It's interesting because we're meeting Obi-Wan at a very low point in his life. And, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, it's very different from what we've seen before. So, yeah, exactly. So. You know, it's it's uh, yeah, it is very different than what we're used to. So I think that that's part of it. I think that that's, um, you know, it's not the it's not the it's not uh, Revenge of the Sith. It's not Revenge of the Sith, right? I was just about to say that it's not you like know, the showdown and so it's not that. Which was amazing. You know, despite yes. all the qualms that we have with uh, episodes one through three, that was 
the the showdown between Anakin and Obi Wan on uh, in Revenge of the Sith was amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is a different. This is very, a different, very different tone. Yeah, yeah. Um, but did you hear that he did sort of say he? I don't know if it was a joke or not. He said at Star Wars Celebration, "Are you guys ready for?" And he started numbering the episodes, and he went beyond six. He said seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, really? He said a bunch more. Yeah. So there's speculation that there's going to be a second season. Oh, okay. So, which would be cool. Um, I mean, I'm really looking for. I'm so as background lately this week, whatever. I've been watching the Book of Boba Fett again, and oh, just God. as background, and okay. um, and uh, Ahsoka was in the episode I was watching today. Uh huh. And I'm looking forward to the Ahsoka series. Yeah, I'm not you know, and, and I didn't even realize this. Also, like we have and uh, and Andor coming in later August. this summer, and that's they said that's that's like a 24 episode 24? series, like two series of 12 episodes. Oh, I was like, okay, I did hear it was a 12 episode season. Yeah, that's long. So I'm like, wow, uh, that's a I lot. I was Andor. not. I am not, to be honest. Ooh. I have no, you know, I don't. I loved Rogue One. Oh, I did too. Don't get me wrong. I did. I, I really did enjoy Rogue One. I and enjoyed I feel that Rogue if One. If you capture just a little bit of that, it'd be great. Yeah, possibly. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, this is obviously, obviously pre Rogue One, Correct. but uh, you know, it, you know, yeah. I, 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 we're clearly going into off topic here um well at least there's no from what we saw there's no like more tatooine i'm like get out tatooine no more tatooine <laughs> no more deserts <laughs> like please show us other stuff in the universe like because there's so many fair options. enough um we spent so much enough. time on tatooine so i don't i don't yeah i mean i'll watch andor obviously i just have no expectations for it oh then maybe you'd be pleasantly surprised i i yeah, Obi Wan is yeah, it's, we'll it's like it's like it's, it's like scratching a certain itch for me, um, but it's I'm not like blown away by it. But we'll see, we'll see where it goes. There's three more episodes. Oh, I've enjoyed I've enjoyed it because it's really it really is about Obi Wan. Like he's the it's sort of like the same thing with Picard, right? You know, Picard is about Picard, and then there's all the characters around Picard. This is the exact same thing. This is Obi Wan and all the characters around Obi Wan. So it's a, it's a different, you know, there's actually, you know, a little bit of similarity between the two of those shows uh, in the yeah, sense Yeah, a little of, bit. Uh, the tone is very similar. Like it just, uh, you know, both, both main characters are, you know. They've been hiding for like a decade or more. <laughs> yeah, they've been fine. Yeah, they're yeah, they've been out of their lives. They're close. Yeah, to I was just going to say they're at a low point in their lives. And so, uh, yeah. So there's some definite similarities. I mean, Obi Wan's uh, infinitely better than Picard, in my opinion. But I can see what you mean in terms of. I, I mean, it's different. Yeah, they're different. I'm not trying to compare. I'm comparing them very generally. Not they both have different, much different things uh, about them. But um, yeah, I'm. You know, this is a very different Obi Wan, and uh, he's. Uh, he's. I mean, it makes not- sense. I mean, by the time that we see him in episode six sorry episode four new hope obviously he's very the 
you know, even despite the the messiness of how we start with episode four versus, you know, where we start with episode one, like he's obviously aged, like he's like many decades old. Oh, yeah. And he's yes, at a very yeah. different point in his life. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess this is to show how he got to that point. And he wasn't just living in a desert for like, you know, 20 something years. He, he did other stuff. Yeah, which, so, which, makes which sense. seems pretty uh, reasonable to think that, you know, he got into some trouble in the intervening 20 years. Yeah, 20 years is a long time. Though apparently Picard was <laughs> on his chateau for how many years? <laughs> 14, years? I think. 20 years? No, it's 14. Like it 14? 85 to 99. Yeah, 85 to 99. Uh, yes, 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 you're correct. Yeah, 14 years, 14 yep. years. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh. Um, so, yeah. So, there's stuff to watch. Uh, and, yeah. Yeah. So. And uh, I know you're not caught up, but For All Mankind is coming back. That's exciting. I'm not. Oh, I did watch. Um, I did watch the first episode of The Man Who Fell to Earth. Mm-hmm. I am mildly that episode. She's not. I'm mildly wow. interested, and somehow Apple TV continued to play the second episode, which I thought it wouldn't. Oh, okay. This is a Showtime thing, unless somehow it triggered a Showtime. Wait, did you resubscribe to Apple TV? No, it's uh, it was uh, so I was watching the Apple keynote on Monday afternoon on my birthday. And um, and then so I was in the Apple Apple TV app on the big screen TV in our living room, and ah. um, I was looking for something to watch after it, and I saw For All Man, uh, not For All Man, Kent, I saw uh, the Man Who Fell to Earth. So free first oh, episode. Oh, so. shit to watch. There's a lot of stuff for you to catch up on Apple TV Plus. Yes. Well, depending on how I feel and uh, what's happening with me physically um yes i may may re-up for a month and watch there's some uh, wrong mankind season three two two yes two oh god season three is coming season three is upcoming yes Yes. season two foundation the morning show did i watch foundation i watched watched i watched the first episode trying to get you to watch it I was like bugging you. I did watch the first episode. I did watch the first episode of Foundation. Um, It gets better. So, yeah. Well, well, there's more out there, yes. Uh, And then I'm, you know, I still haven't watched. uh, There's some stuff on HBO Max that I want to watch. Stranger Things? I'm behind. I I don't. I'm way behind on Stranger Things. Uh, Umbrella Academy is coming back shortly. Yes. This very soon like this week tomorrow is it friday is tomorrow friday something like that yeah um so that's that's when i'll watch um yeah uh yeah so there's a lot there's a lot there's a lot lot. and i haven't been watching tv because work's been crazy and i've had all this other stuff going on um and now my body is saying hey guess what you're gonna chill out for a while <laughs> well that's a good excuse so, to not do anything and catch up on things i suppose yes yes so anyway 
Um, yeah. Were you gonna ask me a question? I don't know. If I ask it, if I, yeah, if I remember it, I'll ask it, but okay. I don't recall. Okay. Yeah. So maybe you can, maybe start, a new maybe you can start a new hobby. You can start a fish tank. You want mine? No, um, my cream? I will. Oh, I will show you. Um, hello. Oh my God. All right. Well, for those of our viewers that can't see anything, which are all of you, our listeners, um, Mike got the uh, Optimus Prime Lego set. How much did that yes. cost? Uh, I don't remember. Over a hundred. Oh God. Well, um, but I mean, it's it's yeah, transforms. It's, it's, it transforms. It's uh, fifteen hundred pieces. It's uh, yeah. It's my birthday present to myself. Okay, that's great. Um, I love Transformers. Growing up, loved it. I like Transformers. I, but uh, maybe not that much. <laughs> but, well, I mean, you, you. I mean, you know, I love Legos. So yes, you do, uh, you do love Legos. Yes, it, it's a good. Uh, it's a confluence of different things you like yes so. it, you hey know, there's star so wars legos now you tend to put that together yes yes so yeah exactly i was just telling dennis at dinner on monday night i was like you know i all i, all I want is some <laughs> literally i said this all i want is some downtime to just watch tv and build my uh optimus prime and here we are, two days okay. later. Now you I, apparently I made a birthday wish and the universe <laughs> and granted happened. me and the universe yeah. granted me COVID. Thank you, universe. I uh, appreciate that. Yes. Um, so yeah, so yes. Uh, so so I'll get some time to build Optimus okay. Prime. I mean that you know, I'm still I, I need to set up my I mean my book new bookcase is built. I just need to set it up. But the you know, I still need to start a new hobby. I, no, I think I have plenty to do. You know, oh, I have other side gigs things going on. Too. No, I do not want a fish tank. Uh, there's no, no, no. Yeah, no. I have a dog. That's all. That, that is all the hobby in that realm that I need uh, is is the dog. Um, so yeah. Um, but this last time I checked, we do do a Star Star Trek podcast. That's so true. maybe we should talk about some maybe should we talk you know other than the picard drop in uh we haven't talked any star trek so maybe oh, that's we should. True. We, yeah well we didn't do an episode last week um because of scheduling so we had some catching up to do and i'm sure our yeah. listeners are really fascinated with what's going on in our personal lives so you know <laughs> yes. here we are here we are 22 minutes in but i'm sure everyone okay. appreciates the update <laughs> hopefully if not you can skip ahead yeah <laughs> yeah uh there although i'm that. not gonna go back and edit my stuff and saying hey if you don't want to hear all the banter skip ahead 22 yeah minutes. what are we gonna do like put in the show notes when we're actually start talking about the episode that's not gonna happen no it's not um anyway. so let's talk about some star trek all right uh, well we cause... have two episodes to talk about this week though because thank you paramount for granting a screener access, I'm a little, I'm farther ahead than you are. I'm on like episode eight. Yeah. So I'm trying to like remember episode four and five because I just watched episode seven, eight yesterday, which of course we're not going to spoil, but my mind is like elsewhere. 
And actually, I was. Yes. What is it? I decided to binge both episodes yesterday from ten to midnight. Don't ask me why. And literally, and, we get the email at like seven p.m. Yeah, and um, and then I, I was thinking about one of the episodes. I couldn't fall asleep. Oh my word! Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. So it was interesting. Um, but we'll get there. You know, we we'll get there. Um, we'll get but, there. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, today we're going to talk about uh, season one, episode four and five. Episode four is Memento Mori, and episode five is Smock, Spock, Spock Amok. So, uh, why don't <laughs> yes. we talk about these uh, in sequence? So we can start with Memento Mori. I hold up. The enemy doesn't care about my feelings, Captain. So I don't waste my time having any. Well, that may be true, but it's not looking that way to the crew. With all due respect, you know me well enough to know that I don't care what the crew thinks. I've always been blunt. That's just who I am. Direct, looking at outcomes, not emotion. Exactly. But right now, your job isn't just about orders. It's about hope. Belief can be the difference between victory and defeat. Get a crew to believe in miracles, and I just give you one. I will make that adjustment, but I will not lie to them. The best miracles are born from truth. Understood, Captain. All right. Well, Mike, I'm going to ask you for your overall thoughts on Memento Mori. Or should I start? Do you need me to refresh on like what this episode was about, or do you? Remember no, that? you know, I I do want to remind you though that this was the episode that you said. When you first watched this episode, you're like, "This is the best episode." Oh, I still so think far. it's the best episode of of the eight episodes I've um, seen. I think it's the best episode. Oh wow! Yes, um, yes. but uh, I'm interested to hear. Do you? Do you? Uh, yeah, you, sure. I can talk think? a little bit about it. What did you think of? I mean, yeah, um, it is a good, really good episode. I mean, I've not been disappointed at all with Strange New Worlds at all. Um, I love the characters. I love the action. This one, you know, quite frankly, the Enterprise gets the shit beat out of it. Uh, and um, I like the faceless enemies that really only live in people's imaginations. You know, it's very, uh, it's sort of like the clicking from the Next Generation episode. Oh my God, you know, schisms. Yes. I was just thinking about yes. that. Yeah, so like it's sort of like... We talked about schisms not that long ago. Yeah, we, I, it's, a, it's a great episode. Uh, but the... The, the clicking. The, 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 clicking. the clicking, yeah. And so we have the... I, I think it's clicking um, that the Gorn apparently make. And... Uh, it's been a while since I've seen Arena. I don't remember if there was like clicking, but... I don't know either. Uh, I don't remember. Sure? It's but you know that might be a interesting if I have some time maybe I'll put that on just to see. Um I just remember the choreography, the fighting choreography was terrible. I, it was like comedic. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It was also the same. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you know what, you know, they had remember the, the, and there's some gore like, episode. Bam. Bam. Literally it's like oh, that yeah. level of energy. Bam. Yeah. I will hit you now. It was like that. Yes. But I'm pretty sure the Gorn were in Enterprise at some point, too, I think. Were they? I thought they were just on the planet. I thought it was just, um, 
No, no, no. Uh, sorry, the Gorn uh, were in Star Trek Enterprise. Oh, yes, in Ameridarkly. Yes. Oh, really? Oh, okay. I couldn't. Yes, I can't it was. Uh, it was Mirror Universe. The. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, the uh, Gorn. I gotcha. It was when they stole the Defiant. It was on the Defiant. It was not on the Enterprise. It was on Defiant when they stole the Defiant oh, out of the Tholians. Um. Yeah, the Gorn okay. was on the ship. So I I like that there's it's a faceless enemy that you know. Well, it also has to through. be for canon purposes. Sure, sure, sure. But I I, but it, I worked. Like, it worked in the favor of the episode. Yeah, it definitely did. I mean, to to basically say that this these aliens are the thing of nightmares, and there is lots of blood and lots of gore and. Not gore, but lots there was of blood. Some, it was like the when they arrived on the planet and you could see like the blood stains. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. that was great. Um, it was a great teaser. I mean, yeah, it was scary. I mean, they did a really good job of building up this enemy that um you know is uh is de- very deadly, obviously, wants to kill the enterprise, wants to, you know, uses this uh uses this escape you know ship whatever cargo ship as bait mm-hmm. very clever for for the enterprise they apparently have some sort of cloaking technology uh and, and i loved the the ship designs because they're so not symmetrical and they're so different from yeah. what we usually see when it comes to ship designs that it just feels you know they feel weird you know they feel wrong um yeah i i thought that that worked really well they feel alien and uh you know this is definitely a situation where these are these are aliens and um yeah i mean there's you know so the for me i am still struggling with lawn Really? I'm still struggling with her. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's just the seriousness of her character. Like she's too serious all the time. Um, uh, you know, and uh, although I did like her in this week's episode, right? I think she she's training uh, Uhura. Oh, right. In, in one hundred six. That is that aired. Tomorrow, this is gonna air tomorrow. It's airing tomorrow, yes. <laughs> really, I'm like losing really track. Last... It's like time is. I, I don't know what time is anymore, which is also unfortunate. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I think you know, yeah, she's the you know she's the only one that's really like that I feel like is heavy in this cast, and and this is not a you know this is not a Christina Chung situation you know I, I she's playing she's playing her character amazingly oh, well character, so yeah yeah um but it's just uh it's hard to she's like too serious all the time like they're you know um and i don't really, i i still think she's kind of serious in the next episode spock amok i mean that one i have less of a memory about her and una's little adventures but and whether they were you know having fun or not but there's a little uh, bit of playfulness but compared to the rest of the crew they were like 
you know, they were like playing good cop, bad cop. They were like more serious. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. They both want to be bad cop, you know. Um, yeah. They're they're over a similar, you know, similar coin. In that yeah, way. they're they're two, they're almost too similar. But anyway, getting back to uh, Memento Mori. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think it's it's really good that Pike is trying to train her as a first officer because obviously Una's seriously injured, so she's mm-hmm. kind of out of this episode. Um, you know, Pike respects her kind of, you know, her experience and her knowledge, but she's a horrible first officer because she, you know, everything's bad. Like, she's, she's like Eeyore times a thousand, like, they're gonna kill us. Like we're gonna die. We're gonna fail. Like well, yes, but that's also because you know, of trauma talking. Like it's part of that. yeah, like, yeah. In a sure, usual battle yeah. situation, she, you know, she's very practical. Yeah. Um. But, so there's that. Uh. There's that that I struggle with. But you know, the the tension is ripe all the way through this episode. You aren't sure. You can see the sweat on the the characters. You can, you know, it feels very visceral and real. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, obviously we have Hammer and Uhura down in the cargo bay. That actually I thought was a little bit more lighthearted, their banter. Uh, although yeah, the threat is still there from... In comparison. In comparison to what's going on in the rest of the ship. But, uh, the, you know, their banter is, is good. Um but uh yeah you know the tension rides throughout the entire episode and uh you know i think that we i think the most fascinating part of this whole episode was actually the mind meld um and the fact that she now knows about michael and uh right you know so she's sort of and spot was uh, like this mind meld is over yeah exactly uh so yeah so it's kind of interesting that but you know you do get to relive her childhood a little bit you understand where these visions of her brother are coming from which we don't know it's her brother until the mind meld really Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh you know I, i think it's really clever that she figures out how they're that they're communicating and how she you know takes out has the the big the mothership kind of take out the other ship yeah they, so, they kind of yeah. translated the whole way they communicate a little too quickly and conveniently but it's fine it's, it, it's yeah fine. i mean yeah it's, it's you know but i think i think the information that she has and the intellect of spock i you know i think it could it could be fairly quick if she well the, if she, the thing is like her brother gives her if you know it's like a it's yeah, the, Morse code. It's Morse code. Morse code. Right? And then yeah. I'm like, but grammar, syntax, words, you know, do words directly translate? You know, there's all these questions. Like, you know, like that yeah. was not on the page. It was literally just like, it was literally just Morse code. Um, so I'm kind of like dubious, but uh, I'm also okay. Yeah, I didn't really give that too much thought because they also had like the big words like weak and whatever the other two other the two or three words were like in big bold letters that yeah, they just, say an awful yeah. lot it's fine so, it's, it's not a big deal it's just you know little yeah. things like that it doesn't it's little it things like that it's like me. how it's like how you know we complained about in discovery they basically figured out how to communicate with 
10c in like you know 20 minutes i'm like all right yeah yeah but yeah it's obviously yeah, more that... of a narrative device and in this case they need to wrap it up because we only have 40 50 minutes for this episode so um yeah, yeah you know i, mean, I... I... oh sorry go ahead no, I, I was just going to say, because you mentioned 15 minutes, I'm like, I, I really love the fact that things are wrapped up in, in an episode. I I, I'm, I mean, it, it's, you know, this is the fourth episode and, and we're tra- going to talk about the fifth episode, but things get wrapped up and I kind of like it. And then there's carryover, right? Because in they have to go back to Starbase to, I think, probably get repairs after oh, this. Yeah. Well, that's so, why they're basically at space on leave, for, right? Uh, yeah, the entire next episode. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I like that continuity that you know something happened in one episode there, you know, which leads to what happens in the next episode. So mm-hmm. I think that that's that I sense. like that. Yeah, I like th- I like that part of it. Um, but yeah, I felt the tension throughout. I like you know, obviously Ortegas has some really quippy little lines, which I think are nice break the tension for the us watching it but also break the tension that they're experiencing in this battle um which feels very much like uh um oh my gosh the name of the episode just went out of my head but the whole romulan episode from tos uh, which is one of my favorite yes it's my literally my favorite how do i remember the episode i I think i remember i think i did watch it once like 30 years ago it's my favorite it is my one of my favorite if not the most favorite tos episode um and so it just reminds me of that that sort of battle between you know it's got a lot of hunt for red october vibes it's got you know a lot of very obvious and this episode, I mean, we're kind of behind the, the the ball game here, but this episode has already been discussed extensively on other podcasts and blogs, but definitely the whole like submarine vibe, Hunt for Red October, yeah, Crimson yeah. Tide. It was yeah. very much um, influenced by that, by that genre, which I really liked. Yeah. I thought it was great. You know, I did too. I... And, um, and yeah, no, I thought it worked really well. Going back to La'an's character, I, I mentioned this last, the last couple episodes. I, I really like La'an. Like, I have this thing for, like, tortured characters. Like, I love tortured characters. And it's like, um, I think it's it's a combination of trying to understand the depths of their pain and suffering which i really enjoy in like trying to understand how that is influencing their day-to-day lives and their decision making but then they have the opportunity to see hope and redemption you know which i think is the whole conversation between pike and laon right because laon was like we're all gonna die you know, we, we either, it's them or us, you know, like in, in, it was like in the briefing room or whatever. And then Pike was like, gotta hold up. You, you gotta, you're like, one second, how are you doing? And, uh, and that's when it was, it was a funny line. I've actually wrote down somewhere, but uh, I lost those notes. Um, it was like, he was like reminding her like, yeah, you gotta like, you know, show like a little bit of hope. You can't, you can't just like tell her as it is. And then she was like, noted or something she was like i she was like confirming receipt she was like i got got it 
Um, and <laughs> uh, it, was, receipt, yes. it was really funny, like, because that is her. And yeah, I think, um, I think that's, that's what's interesting about these like torture characters. It's like, they have this, you know, that there's going to be this arc where, you know, they kind of eventually see the light and the tunnel and, you know, they have the most room to grow. And I think that that, you know, that really draws me to her because she still has like, you know, obviously we see in the next episode, she just does have a little bit of playful side. Um, but obviously it's just kind of buried under all this like trauma and baggage. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just, I really like her character a lot. She's like, she's one of my favorites other than Ortegas, which is my other favorite, which is the total opposite. Um, she's probably a little bit too free spirited and, you know, too lighthearted. Um, but I, uh, I also enjoy Ortegas for that reason. Um, she, she, she's just, uh, we get a lot of that in the, in the next episode, just like small things that she does. Um, that I think, like you were saying, kind of lighten the mood or uh, she's just very, she has that like kind of playful spirit, um, which I also resonate with. Yeah, she's no. sassy. She's uh, spunky. She's sarcastic. She's, uh, you know, uh, you know, the pike maneuver, all, you know, all these little one liners that are great tension releasers. So yeah, uh, yeah, you know, and it's it's a pretty and you know, it's a it's a great episode, and and obviously we know everyone's gonna come out of it, but you know, it, but you can still I feel never... the you know, like you're saying, the tension, even though you know everyone's gonna probably be okay. Like it's the tension of it. You you still yes. feel there are stakes, you know, even yes, though absolutely that's you know where I was going with fine, that. Yeah. You still feel the stakes, and I feel that for them to be able to get you to feel that even though you know everyone's gonna be fine i think um just really speaks to how well this episode was crafted you know just story story yeah. wise so yeah really well written episode and uh very very enjoyable um yeah uh, and it's know. like one of those episodes where if you're not a star trek fan you can watch it and be like wow this is actually three intense you know there's a lot going on um yeah. it's it's a easy kind of like if you feel like watching an action-packed episode um this is it you know agreed yeah um well you are yawning and dying so coughing uh yawning slash coughing so um um yeah yeah i i think that we can probably move on to the next episode um unless you have more to say about momentum mori um, so yeah, I no, think- I, I do like the I do like the pins that they wear. I do like. The oh yeah, we totally resolute- forgot to talk about Starfleet Remembrance Day, right? Yeah, which I thought was nice. You know, this uh, this episode aired right around Memorial Day, which I think was really well timed. Uh, and didn't even, uh, didn't even <laughs> did not yeah, register at no. all. Uh, so Starfleet rec- uh, Remembrance Day, uh, and everybody's wearing their pins of whatever ship they served on, where there were losses. Um, so yeah, we've seen we've seen the twelve pins uh, in the in the display, the Strange New Worlds display, and uh, saw twice we saw it in Chicago, seen- and then at the Pal- the Pali Center. Is it? Yeah, Paley Center. Paley yeah. Center, I can't say. 
Paley, yeah. And um yeah, and I'm looking forward to seeing them uh come out for fan sets. So I know. that's exciting. It's totally gonna happen. Yeah, it is. Uh it's just a matter of when. I um so yeah, I thought that those were really you know, really nice to see. I remember there was a lot of speculation about what they were before the series started. And uh, so it was, you know, it was nice to finally find out what they were and mm. why people were wearing it. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I liked that it came full circle at the end and La Laon was uh, wearing <laughs> hers. Name, right. I can't, you know. Um, so yeah, uh, I thought it was a nice, uh, nice piece to this um, puzzle. And, uh, you know, you know, you know that pike you know we lost seven enterprise crew members during this mm-hmm. um and, and that weighs heavily was it seven? on pike. was it seven i don't remember yeah i think it was seven yeah okay. so um Different call. yeah uh it's nice to have there were stakes and you know that that's impacted pike you know pike is impacted by these things so uh which i i like i like that these things sort of carry on with him and, and are part of part of uh, his ongoing character development. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, That's right. I forgot about Starfleet Remembrance Day, but that was a nice touch. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, it was a good bookend for the episode. I agree. Yeah. But so, then yeah. that's like, that's, the, uh, you know, that's part of Laon's journey. You know, she doesn't want to wear the pin the first and then she comes to accept that it is part of her past and you know it's great level on yeah yeah all right so uh cool. well why don't we get into the next episode which is spock amok there's trouble you know you can call me christine christine i wanted to thank you again for your help. No big deal. Perhaps not. But for me, the deal was very big. Very big indeed. Just try to be honest with what you can and can't offer from now on. You needn't worry. Wilkins cannot lie. At least, not in the way that humans can. I mean honest with yourself. So, yeah. yeah, I can start us with this episode. Um, I also really like this episode. So, Memento Mori and Spock Amok are probably my two favorite episodes I've seen of Stranger Worlds this season. Um, Spock Amok was just, it was just, it was just so, it was, it was funny. It was just like, I didn't expect it. Um, we went into, you know, when we watched it, we just watched the screener. So, we didn't have a teaser or anything like that. Um, which honestly made it more pleasant of pleasant surprise going into it where, yeah, it's a, it's a humor episode and it's, it's very Spock centric, but we get a little bit of everyone, which is really great. Um, everyone has a few moments um, there. We get a lot of Spock into Pring, obviously um, we get a lot with nurse chapel and we get more of her, um starting to you know her feelings for spock are starting to develop more which i haven't seen since i think episode two we saw a little bit of episode two 
Um, but we haven't seen that since then. So we saw a little bit more of that. Um, we obviously get uh, Una and Laan kind of trying to figure out what Enterprise Bingo was and what that's all about and doing it themselves. Um, and yeah, like this whole idea of like, just like there's a lot of hijinks, you know, like I, I, I thought that was, um, that fit the theme of the episode really well. It's just all about hijinks. And uh, yeah, I, I really do like, I, I, you know, I think Spock was definitely the centerpiece of this episode and his relationship with T'Pring. Um, I'm really interested to see, because T'Pring is, you know, she, she's recurring, like she's, she's in a number of episodes this season. Um, I'm really interested to see where they decide to bring this whole story um, because obviously by the time we get to, um, we get to Amak time, um, it's, it's no good. <laughs> like, it's like, they're, they're not in a good place. And to bring is like, I want out, you know, she's, she's very obvious. It's very obvious that they have, there's no love lost between them at that point. Um, and we have like what, 10 years ago, I guess, before we get there. So, yeah. You know, and it's a, you know, it's interesting. It's a, you know, I, I don't know. Um, and I, I love to kind of hear your thoughts about this. Like a lot of, you know, it's a lot about like war fight balance, right? And what mm, yes. Spock yep. really, you know, his commitment to, in his duty to Starfleet, but then his duty and commitment to praying and the seemingly difficulty that he's having kind of balancing that and also the long distance nature of their relationship. Um, I don't know if they were planning to make that kind of be the main reason why things don't work out between them or there's more. Um, but it was a very like relatable problem. Um, and uh, yeah, definitely. Know, I thought that was very, very, uh, very key. And, you know, she, she has a busy career too. Yeah, it's like um, she's just sitting in, though she was sitting for Spock, waiting for him to come home to dinner at, uh, in this episode. Yes. She has a career of her own. She's she's also... Yeah, blessed. and she got called away for work as well. So, um, obviously, when they switched bodies, so Spock in her body and, you know, inhabiting her body. And so, um, yeah. And they basically you know, both think, get the opportunity to do each other's jobs for a hot minute. Yes. Yeah, yeah. See each other as experience, uh, and and have empathy, or you know, learn empathy for what each of them is going through and what they're doing. So, yeah, I, I do you have know, to understand how I, I do have to understand how pawn far works because I feel that they're now like having sex whenever, and it's like, is pawn far basically just like you gotta have sex every seven years? Like if you don't, it's gonna kick in or or what? Like, I, I kind of need to understand the logistics of that a little bit deeper. <laughs> I, the, you know, that's a, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that, but. Yeah, because I feel that, I, I feel that like in, um, in the original series, we, we, I feel we almost, I feel we had the idea that like Spock's, Spock was just like this like sexless guy, you know, they, they bury all emotion, like Vulcans bury all emotion, and they also reject their their sexual 
the, the sexual side of themselves. But then once every seven years, they need to indulge or something. They need to get it out of their system somehow. Um, but here it's like, whatever, Chris, he was about to get naked. You interrupted us. I was like, okay. You know, guess they were about to like go at it, you know? Like it seems um, much more of something that they just, you know, readily embrace, which I think is an interesting side to um, the Vulcans that we know and love, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a different take, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm liking it. I'm liking exploring their relationship. I'm liking. Um, seeing the challenges and the Vulcan humor and uh, yeah, uh, it's uh, it, that, that was a really enjoyable part of this episode. Um, I, you know, the, the Rongovian part of this is probably the least interesting part of this episode other than, uh, you know, we, we get to see Admiral April and uh, we get to see Captain Pike in his green, um, oh yeah, the green tunic, green tunic, yeah. and uh, which is uh, everyone is uh, going gaga over, I guess. <laughs> and um, I mean, I mean it doesn't get on him in a green tunic, you know. Yeah, I, I think it looks better in yellow, but that's just me. Um, but the green callback is a nice, nice touch. Um, yeah, and uh, so there's well, that, and there's. The, um, the whole thing with the Rangobians, that was, that was really just, it was, at the end of the day, that was really just a narrow device to serve the whole Spock to Prang storyline. Because that kind of forces, that kind of forced to Prang to literally sit in Spock's seat and kind of see the value that he's bringing to the Federation, right? Yeah, but it also has that diplomatic piece where they are, um, the whole point of this species is to understand where they're oh, like radical from. empathy, radical empathy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So this idea that, yeah, you know, uh, having empathy for another species rather than, you know, your own perspective, um, I guess is that I don't even know how to put it to be honest. Uh, but you know, the key, the key being, uh, that, you had to see things from the aliens, from the Rongovians' perspective. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, it, you know, it poses an interesting challenge. I think it's great character development for Pike, who, you know, again, just continues to solidify his his uh, skill set as captain, you know, as, you know, one of the great Starfleet captains. So, um so yeah, uh, there's that happening. Uh, you know, there, there's this whole idea that the crew is going on shore leave. So, you know, we have Christine Chapel, who's kind of like, just likes hooking up and do, doesn't uh, doesn't want to take anything seriously. Yeah, and, she's uh, like, you know, she's she's like, uh, I'm rewatching all of like Sex and the City right now. Yeah, I'm on season four, and you know, it's yeah. just like. That spirit yep. is alive and well in the 23rd century. <laughs> it's fine and good. I mean, it, you know, I think, uh, I think uh, it's just also. Know, I, I think, yeah, it was also revealed that she's basically like bi, or she's no, she's like whatever. Yeah, 
or whatever. I didn't, whatever I, we guess I didn't pick up on that. But label, label. Whatever labels exist in the 20th century, she, you know, she, she mentions um, like a like a female. Um, oh, okay. Or yeah, she, yeah. Um, it was between. I vaguely, her and I vaguely Titus. remember that. Yeah, because uh, she's talking about this guy that she's about to hook up with and potential misunderstandings or whatever. And Ortega was like, oh, what about that girl? Like, so so on and so forth. Oh, yeah, right, right, yeah. right. Yep. yep. And then your no, shepherd was that. like, oh, that was a misunderstanding or, or something like that. Like, I, I don't mm-hmm. quite remember the exact lines, but it was it was like yeah. a quick it was a it was a very quick um, what, you know, quick one liner. Yeah, um, we basically get the get the lowdown that she uh, she. Yeah, she's pansexual or bisexual, or whatever. Like you know, something like that. Yeah, and uh, and she's you know she doesn't want it to get serious, so she's just in it for the but adventure. At the end, we also do get because they're they're talking. Ortegas and Chapel are talking, and Chap and Chapel was like, "Yeah, but maybe for the right guy," you know. Oh, so yeah, so uh, that's kind of. Because that's when we are already getting the the uh, the hint that she feels that there's Pinochet and more Spock. So right, right. that's already kind of yeah. doomed, as we know. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's no, you know, there's no future in that. So hopefully they won't focus too much on that and continue to develop the character, uh, you know, in her own way, uh, apart from Spock, and just have that be like sort of a like a back burner thing i hope they don't focus on that too too much uh because i want to get to know the chapel as she is and uh yeah you know, i think you know, you know that's the thing i think that you know it, it's hard because this season's only 10 episodes and we have nine characters and i definitely think there's a lot of potential for each of the characters but you're starting to get that some of these characters just are one note and not that it's always going to see that way, but you know, for example, like Mabenga is about his daughter, right? Chapel is about Spock. Um, I don't, I don't even like, or, or isn't really, other than being kind of spunky, she doesn't have much of a, you know, we don't know much about her. Like, you know, she's kind of like the spunky Lieutenant. That's also good at, the, you know, a good driver, you know, like she's a good pilot. Um, yeah. Hammer, we yeah. know Hammer is not in this episode. He's not in kind of a spoiler. He's not in the next two episodes. So it's like I know very little about him. Um, you know, at least he at least had a little bit more to do in Memento Mori, but we still don't know much right. about him. And uh, I'm still waiting for the episode where we get to see Andor or something. And we kind of find out more about how he became an engineer. You know, like I, I, yeah. there's more to do there. Um, but right now, we, we were still, you know, the thing is we're still focused a lot on the primary characters of, it's mostly really just Pike and Spock. Una, I feel we're getting a little bit more, like at least we know her background, that like she's a Lyrian, but other than the one episode that where we find out she's an Illyrian there that hasn't really, that hasn't been brought up again. You know, like I, I'm still trying to figure out like Una's identity beyond the fact that she's number one and that she's an Illyrian um, a little bit. I, I feel we know, I feel we know more about Lime than Una in some ways, 
Like we we understand Lan as a character more than we do Una. Um, mm. Yeah, I you know I, I uh, so I'm hoping we we are getting some, but it's also hard. It's like ten episodes. I, I want like fifteen episodes or something. Like ten episodes just doesn't seem like a lot of space to um, dedicate to really serving nine characters and really giving them enough space to breathe. But it's more than again discoveries or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, and I feel like this is this is sort of an ensemble, you know, I, I was actually thinking about this today or yesterday. I was thinking, you know, because you're hearing a lot about how close this cast is and how tight they are and mm-hmm. how, you know, and I was thinking about that in, in, in comparison to Discovery. And, you know, Anson has been kind of more towards the top of the call sheet uh, in other other shows so i i attribute this kind of a lot of this like camaraderie to him being number one on the call sheet oh yeah no, um, he, i'm sure he sets, he a, sets a certain tone and you know yeah he's a it's family like how guy Avery Brooks, you know, we all know like ds9 the cast was not super close but that was because Avery brooks just approached it super professionally you know he yeah was like kind of like a yeah. no-nonsense kind of guy so yeah. 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 So, I mean, I, you know, I, I think it's really whatever tone, obviously it's a great tone, but however Anson's doing this, he's really setting a tone of, uh, in a way that is really coming through in all the acting and mm-hmm. in the, in the, the, the cast of the show. And so, um, you know, I think that that's, that's what's attributed to, bull to how good this season is really is is the fact that his leadership in in bringing this cast together has um has has impacted uh the storytelling i mean it's clear that these characters look like they've been together for years which Mm -hmm. you know or these actors have been together for years so oh yeah there uh, are the dynamic is great but you know the way they play off each other and um i I don't really think there's like a weak link really between no i don't think so at all Uh, i just just want to more like you know like yeah yeah because right Uh, now i do think that there are just some of the characterizations are a little simple but it's also we haven't spent too much time with them yet but you know i I don't want exactly what we're saying i don't want chapel to just be defined by her love interests in Spock. You know, right. Other, yeah, exactly. I definitely don't want that. You know, I like, think does she have a hobby? Does she, does she have an aquarium? I, I, I'm, I'm interested. I want to know. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I think we'll get that. I think that over the course of five seasons, I think, you know, 50 episodes, I think we're going to get to know these characters really well. Plus, you know, uh, there is a book coming out for this show in November. So that's, you know, the first book in the strange new worlds kind of lit verse and um so i'm looking for i I always look forward to that um so yeah i i make i'm excited to to learn more about this crew i enjoy it um and you know the the one thing i do want to talk about this episode you know how laan and una were on the hall of the enterprise as the rongovians the oh, sail ship by yeah it's such cool. a great shot i mean the the visuals you know i think that 
the they've done a tremendous job with the AR wall in Strange New Worlds. Like they're literally using this much better, you know, much better than Discovery did, to be honest. Um, you know, so I I think it's uh, they're doing a great job. The visuals of that scene were just incredible. And, uh, you know, it also just is really cool to be to see two characters walking on the saucer section of the Enterprise, you know, and signing their name on, on they a, should have on had a piece of culture. from the animated series. I'm just saying <laughs> they should. Yeah. That, that would have been a good tie in. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's a you know, it's a it's another strong episode. Uh, the comedic value of this is, uh, you know, I think there's some great lessons under there about empathy and putting yourself in someone else's shoes and all of that. So I think this is a fantastic episode, fun episode, definitely needed after last week's or the previous week's Gorn episode um, where it was very like life or death. And it was um, very, yes, it was a good counterpoint to that episode yes. and yeah i think so, they, i think they really pulled it off well because yeah other than um lower decks which is very different like than everything else i think in terms of live action comedy it can be a little bit hit or miss with star trek um i feel the most consistent ones if you were to ask me would probably be the frankie episodes for ds9 those are probably the most consistent live action comedic episodes um, mm. but sometimes you just laugh because it's so crazy and silly, but I thought that this episode did the comedy really well. It wasn't like, yeah, it wasn't like, LOL, every like two minutes, but there, there were just a few moments that just kind of made you like chuckle or laugh or something like that. Yeah. It was lighthearted. It was lighthearted and, you know, n- no stakes really. It was just kind of fun and, um, yeah, definitely a great, uh, inverse of the previous episode so um and um i really around. you know i um going back to spock and to i really like to as a character like i think that she and i don't know the actress's name off the top of my head i should probably know it do you know it no i do not know um but i feel that she and ethan peck have great banter and chemistry i feel they play off each other really well um but the creative director at my um at my uh at my agency he's we got on a meeting and then um and he, he said something to me i was like i was like what i was like he was like what and he was saying to me what spock and the say to each other like waiting but never wait like you know the when they greet each other if you know what i'm talking about it's like Oh yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. Reading. It's like I, I, I can't even, I can't even like say what it is. And memory alpha is not up right now, so I can't help you. Um, but it's like uh, her name's waiting, Gia, waiting, Gia something, something, something. Sandhu. What? Uh, Tapring is played by Gia Sandhu. Okay, well, um, um, there we are. But uh, yeah. yeah, he was saying this to me. I was like, what the? I was like, what the fuck are you talking? <laughs> And he was like, Spock and Brings greeting to each other. I said, Oh, okay. I was like, got it. Got totally it. out of context, right? Yeah, yeah, totally out of context. That was like, I mean, I was like, yeah. uh, okay, I've seen this episode once. I mean, um, I appreciate it, but yeah. Um, and now now I now I need to kind of look it up. 
It's funny gonna... that 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 there are no, there in on memory alpha there are no there's nothing under memorable quotes. It's empty. Oh. So oh, really? uh, it's uh yeah, it's uh funny cuz I was I was scrolling through to find Gia's name and then I was like, "Oh, maybe they have all the quotes listed and I can say the one that you're trying to get at." And uh nope, there's no memorable quotes. Um so yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, well there we are then. Because so. I, well, if it's not memory yeah. alpha, then. Oh, yeah. parted from me, but never parted. Never and always touching and touched. There we go. Oh, meeting <laughs> at the go. meeting at the appointed place. There we go. There we go. I was right, like, it's cool. something ridiculous. That I'm not going to be able to to remember. Yeah. So he, so he said it to me. I was like, I, I'm sorry. I was. I have no idea what you're talking about. So I needed a moment. Yes. There we go. Um, cool. All right. Anything else about this episode? Right. No, I think we, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's more we could talk about, but uh, I think that that's a, a good, good discussion of, uh, of, of it. So cool. Yeah. Well, you you made it, Mike. Um, despite being sick, and uh, I did having COVID, you you got through the discussion of these two episodes, which you apparently had barely remembered, but you remembered stuff. So great. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, and, and the nice thing about this too is that I'll go back and watch these episodes. Like I, I'm, I, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying. Uh, watching re and rewatching these episodes like I, I will probably go back and watch the Gorn episode again and um and uh and also Spock and Mock I, I you know I think yeah, so uh, they're, they're a good pairing uh they they're are, a good pairing they you know yes so we so have I'm five I'm more... kind of glad we got to talk about both of them at the same time because uh you know it's a nice uh dichotomy yeah for sure uh so I was gonna say so we have five more episodes of Strange New Worlds next five weeks. We have yet to hear any formal announcements about Lower Decks or Prodigy. And it's really another far away. Five weeks is gonna be, it's gonna go by very quickly. Um, Brent Spiner did an interview where he said that he thinks that season three of Picard is actually gonna be next February. And I was like, really? oh. So yeah. I was like, what's happening for the rest of this year? So, I mean, we're well, going to get yeah. Lower Decks at some point this summer, 10 episodes. Yeah. And then I would assume, however, they're going to air 10 more episodes of The Prodigy, like five and five again, or maybe 10 in a row. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just surprised. I'm going to stick with my prediction. I'm surprised we haven't um, gotten an announcement yet. I mean, I would I would expect an announcement probably in the next week. I think uh, now that we're looking down uh, at 106 coming out tomorrow, uh, I would expect uh, within the next week we'll have some idea of what's next with only a month left of uh, Strange New Worlds. And I, I'm I'm sticking with my prediction. I, I really think that Picard's going to round out the end of 2022. And, yeah, I feel... Uh, I mean, they finished filming it months ago. I feel that they would be able to pump it out but i mean yeah they're they're ahead of the other two nowhere other near done discovery is nowhere near done season two no no, no. discovery is just 
just started filming. I uh, understand. Wilson Cruz, That's why I'm saying it's nowhere near done. They just started filming. Like, yeah. Uh, um, they they just started filming like a what? Like maybe a week or two ago. A week ago, uh, Wilson yeah. Cruz went back to Toronto. So yeah, um, so we won't see him around the city anytime soon. Um, we know that uh, Stranger Worlds season two was already well underway when we were in Chicago, but there, you know that that yeah. means that it's still not fully wrapped right now. Probably because there's no way the post of yeah. it all is going to take a while. So, so unless so. there's some surprise that they have in store for us, uh, I I still believe that November we're going to see uh, Picard. We'll see. Um, you know, I, I think we're probably going to get another five episodes of Prodigy and then some lower decks and maybe then some more Prodigy. And uh, yeah, and I think after that, uh, all that's really on the books that's in the can is is Picard. So, yeah, you know, so that's, uh, you know, we still have 20, you know, almost a half a year of Star Trek. Uh, but yeah, it really depends. So we'll see. Maybe maybe we'll have a few weeks off. Who knows? No. I I, I want I want to I, I I'm doubtful that we'll have a week off, but maybe we will. I don't know. Um. Don't know. So anyway, but well, let me take a moment to talk about our sponsor, Fansets. Uh, as you know, Johnson, okay. I, I know. Love- I love fan sets and uh, you, you love, love the team of you love you love things. I, yes, I, but uh, they do amazing pin collectibles and their newest pins are the Terran Empire Discovery pins, which you can get in magnetic or pin format. Uh, and uh, they look gorgeous. They're they're amazing, uh, as always. And, and I'm anticipating the memento more pins as well um, oh yeah for soon. sure it's i mean literally uh, it's a pin so literally they are yeah pins. so looking forward to the to that as well but uh you know they have a ton of other series and things uh at fan sets so for any any of you out there who are not just uh star trek fans but also rick and morty or dc comics or big bang theory uh, or Scooby-Doo, uh, there are a ton of pins over there. And if you head over to fansets.com, put a bunch of pins in your cart. If you are in the U.S. and you spend more than $30, you're going to get free shipping. And then you can also use the code TREKGEEKS, all one word, at checkout for 10% off your order. So we want to thank Fansets Does that need for to be all being... capitals or does it matter, you know? I think it probably is all capitals. Um, well, there we go. Uh, but uh, we want to thank fans. That's for sponsoring Deep Space Pride and the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. Thanks, fans. We would also love for you listeners to give us a good review slash five-star review if you like this episode and others like it on your podcast platform of choice. And we also love to hear from you. You can email us at dspacepride at gmail.com or you can reach us on Twitter and Instagram at deepspacepride. All right, Mike. Well, I think that's it for this episode. Uh, Next week, 
we are talking about oh this episode i don't i don't really remember the name of it it's a really long titled episode and uh yeah uh now i need to know memory alpha is not loading oh my god it is called lift us where suffering cannot reach thank you thank you okay well, yes there we are. Uh, which is a time. very uh which is a quote within the episode very... so you do it you is do to... yes it is wow you you were clearly I paying don't... attention uh no um, i paid attention to this episode i just don't remember that being uttered in the episode yes is it from it something is. like is it from the cool it like comes that? up in uh i think the, it comes up in the uh in sick bay but sick is it bay. a quote from something yeah it's something from it's something from their history or something uh some um, story i forget but it's um, uh it's yeah it's sometimes he's like very these episodes are very like wax poetic i'm like all right <laughs> it's like from something or like the ones that are like latin i'm like get the fuck out of here like <laughs> Uh, it is it is culturally significant to the main characters or the guest starring characters of this episode. So it is significant, and I can see what it is. I just don't remember it being said in the episode. Yes, no, it was definitely uh, it was. Oh yeah, I'm ninety nine percent sure it was. I mean, unless my brain has already gone to COVID. Well, you've rem- I, I you've think... misremembered a few Star Trek facts, so I, I need to rewatch. Oh episode. yeah, I mean, I could be totally wrong, but I'm pretty sure that I I heard them say it, and I was like, oh, that's where the name of the episode came from. Um, okay, okay, but I, anyway. need re- I need to rewatch it because sometimes the uh, the screeners are great, but um, I always watch with closed captioning. Um, yeah, which isn't same. available on the screeners. Because sometimes they like right. say these names or things. And I'm like, I have no idea what you said. Like, and sometimes yeah. like I have problems like understanding some of the characters once in a while. I'm like, I have no idea what I'm saying. Um, yeah, so- no, it's handy. It's handy to for those. Uh, it's also handy for some of the background talking that happens. Yeah, like sometimes it'll be the PA or something. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. So it does help. It does. You kind of get some additional clues as to what's going on and who says what or whatnot so there no, because yeah sometimes these like pronouns are like random I mean, they're all made up so you're like i have no idea what they, what, yeah. what, what they just said like how do you pronounce this alien species name like what um so yeah. it's helpful so um yes. cool all right. all right well mike thanks for being a trooper and for making it through this hour plus recording on a Wednesday night at like 9.30 p.m. Yeah, we made it. Uh, Now I'm going to go to sleep. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, everyone. Talk to you guys all next week. See you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Deep Space Pride is a production of Coconut Media Works. Executive producers Bill Smith and Dan Davidson. For more great Star Trek discussion, discover the other shows of the Trek Geeks podcast network at trekgeeks.com or find us in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app.
looking at 